We are the end of a millennium. We are a decade of decadence. We are the 90s. Welcome back to We the 90s, the report style 90s theme podcast that takes us back to all the great things that made the 90s our favorite decade. I'm Thomas, and with me are your two other hosts, Joe and David. How we doing? Great, if we knew what the hell this topic was about. Yeah, you don't know. And you'll never know. I'm going to do this entire topic without telling you what the actual topic is. Oh, it's going to remind me of high school all over again. (laughs) All five years. Uh, Gifted (laughs) classes, man. Today is going to be a, a little different of a report. It's going to be a little bit of a quicker report, but I wanted to uh, add some time in here to re-experience this thing that I'm going to be talking about today. So we'll do a little bit of the introduction, and then we're actually going to stop recording for a little bit to do this thing, and then be able to come back and talk about it. Today, we're heading back to the playground. If, while at the playground, there was no jungle gym. There's no basketball hoops. There's no sport equipment of any kind. All you needed was a hard, flat surface. Street hockey with milk containers. And some pogs. Oh, shit. When we come together, it's like cardboard meeting metal. Pogs and slammers. So, we'll be able to play some Pogs today, and I did too much research um, learning all the different variations of Pog games that we can play. So, it's going to be a hoot nanny of a time. (laughs) Wait, what? Where does the milk come in? So, so let me tell you about my my hints, which the, the two other hosts here joe and david only got two of the clues because the last one is a dead giveaway but by the time this comes out we'll have already posted all the clues so uh the first clue was a picture of a woman sure right this woman is very important in the pogs that we knew in the 90s and i'll she explain looks like that everyone's a little bit later. grandma in she, Hylia. she looks like everybody's grandma who as you said is also the lunch lady at the uh, <laughs> local elementary school she actually worked at an elementary school wasn't a lunch lady though the second one was a carton of milk because these originally started as milk caps. So back in the day, you know, the glass bottles, these would be the caps. There was no like twist on cap or sort of cork seal cap. And the third one is actually the tube just like that. So Mm. the only time you ever have seen those tubes, at least in my life, I mean, there's a clear difference between the next closest thing, which is the The, prescription pill tubes. Or the like, uh, what do you call it? The uh, film for a camera. Oh, yeah. Right. And those are super small. Yeah. These were clearly longer than they are wider. But let's uh, let's go ahead. <laughs> oh, dick joke early on. All right. A little bit of history uh, about the game before we get into our first of, again, a trilogy of questions. Uh, the game Pogs or Milk Caps has two possible origins. The first is from a Japanese card game called Menko which used similar thick paper or cardboard caps. This game dates all the way back to what is known as the Edo period. Joe, you know a lot of things. Do you know what the Edo period is? No. It's a specific set of time. (laughs) That's good. It's between 1603 and 1868. Would have been a very, very good guess. And Manko was played in the same way when using caps. 
but they also used actual like shaped playing cards, little rectangles with the same strategy. They were a little bit thicker, but the strategy was to either hit the card in hopes that the card would flip over or hit right next to the card in hopes to create a gust of wind to flip the card over. So seems like some Japanese shit. The second and the most recognized origin of the game comes from the U.S. Comes from, Joe, do you know where? Seems like a place state? where, yeah, state. Minnesota. Wait, nope. no. Roswell. <laughs> Roswell. Where's Roswell? New Mexico. Roswell, New Mexico. No, not Roswell, <laughs> New Mexico. Comes from Maui, Hawaii oh. in the 1920s and 1930s. Some collectors still have caps that date back to the 1940s, um, so around the time when the game first started being played in Maui. The game didn't get its signature name Pogs, however, until much later. So my first question, probably going to be a quick question. What does the name Pog come from? Is it an ambergram or Amberlance? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Amberlance? Like P-O-G-S, like does it stand for something? Yeah, That's what I was it's, an, it's an acro- it's in Pop off game stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't, don't read the history because <laughs> it'll give the answer. Away. Oh, shit. All right, I didn't look at it. Pop off game stuff? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good guess. Think. You pop, pop it. off game stuff. What's pop. your best guess? <laughs> Um, uh, how can you top pop off game stuff? Well, you can't <laughs> unless you put some thought into it, I guess. I was trying to put thought into it. I was under pressure. Pop off game stuff. Um, play only good stuff. <laughs> I can't think of an S. Slam. Uh, well, we'll get into that in just a second with this explanation. Something paper originated. Damn, that's good. Now, now we're starting to think God it's so it. much. It's so much. You, you can't guess it. You're well, on. A, you're on like a smarter GameStop. path. You're, you're on a smarter path than what this is actually named for. Oh, the dairy that most people got their milk from in Maui at the time was called the Haleakala Dairy. Uh, along with the rest of the world, Haleakala discontinued using milk containers in the mid-1950s due to the advancement of refrigeration, which means that they got to move away from ice boxes and glass that mm-hmm. would work well in ice boxes. And then refrigeration now meant that they can use a refrigerator, not this ice box, and they can start to use plastic, which means that they can make more milk and ship more milk at a cheaper yeah, amount. Yeah, it's cheaper. Yeah. In addition to the milk that they made, though, they also made different fruit juice beverages. Juices were sold in smaller ounces, and you usually drink juice quicker than you finish sort of that gallon of milk that you get. Mm-hmm. So they decided to keep the glass containers, and more importantly, they decided to keep the caps for these juice beverages that they would sell. One of the most popular ones was a passion fruit orange guava juice. Yes, in Hawaii, that's huge. Yeah. They call it lily koi in Hawaii. They don't call it passion fruit. Lily koi? Mm-hmm. Orange guava? Mm-hmm. Okay. At the time, it was passion <laughs> Is that fruit. Is really what guava. it stands for? Passion fruit, orange guava? Passion fruit, orange guava, pog. That's the name of that specific juice that they sold. Because at the time, this kept the caps. When it came back from being this game, um, they decided to call it pogs. So once they got rid of the milk, they got rid of those containers. The game was being played when they were making milk and using glass containers for that. But they decided to keep it for that one reason, just because juices usually go by quicker. And they kept the games. And because of this specific drink, this very popular drink that they had in Hawaii, or they had in Maui at the time, kids that started playing this game and people that started playing this game would call the caps now pogs because it came from the passion fruit orange guava juice. Right. Uh, In the late 1980s, 
Haleakala expanded over to the Oahu Island. Joe, you've been to Hawaii. Where's mm-hmm. that? Where? Oahu. Compared to the O A H U. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say it's north of Maui, but I don't remember. Well, over in the Oahu Island is where the game would gain its nationwide popularity. Bringing that uh, first clue, that picture of some lunch lady into it. Those who are huge fans of Pogs or who have done extensive research for a podcast know that we can credit a guidance counselor slash teacher at the Waialua. I'm I'm fucking all these names up. At Waialua Elementary School named Blossom Galbiso with this resurgence. In 1991, Miss Galbiso introduced the game she had played as a little girl from Hawaii to a new generation of students, soon incorporating milk caps into her fifth grade curriculum as a way of teaching math. So just through how the game is going to be played, which we'll talk about the gameplay in a little bit. The way the game played is you count up your points. Mm -hmm. Um, So in a fun way, she wanted to introduce this to help kids learn more about math without using i don't know how they did this in hawaii at the time but she said use this as a way of teaching math and as a non-violent alternative to other popular games such as dodgeball yeah so i don't know how they were teaching math with dodgeball i don't remember how you guys played pogs but my pog games got pretty violent (laughs) (laughs) it was pog slash dodgeball (laughs) slash rochambeau or Knuckles. Remember Knuckles? Let's do a whole oh episode on God, Knuckles. I remember Knuckles. Or quarter. Oh is it is God. it called quarters when you did yeah. it with the flip? Like when you flip the quarter. Yeah, flip. That's just gambling. Oh, is it? Yeah, pretty much. Again, that's what we're talking about. That's that's a game that requires no skill. Just <laughs> just luck of the draw. And David David's very upset about a Disney princess game. I think. Well, what was the it game? Was Disney villains, but yeah. Disney villain strategy game. game. Yeah. Did you all win? I Joe won one. Joe won the oh, first game. Oh, you play by yourself. Actually, all the girls won. Yeah. You, Ellie won. Ellie won. won. Then you won. Yeah. You I almost win. won the first one, too. Dude, my character's hard as fuck. <laughs> Who's your character? Captain Calm Hook. <laughs> oh, shit. Who's your character? I was Maleficent. Maleficent? <laughs> yep. Maleficent? <laughs> so, Mrs. Galbiso introduced this. Um, kids loved it. After sweeping across the schoolyard, it reached more kids all across Hawaii. The company that were creating the milk caps at the time and then selling them to companies such as the Haleakala uh, Dairy took notice of this. So the small Canadian packaging company, Stanpak Inc., started producing and shipping out millions of milk caps each week just to send to the islands that make up Hawaii. Back then, millions each week. That's how popular this game became in Hawaii. It would then make its way to the mainland, starting in states such as California, Texas, and Oregon, before then becoming the nationwide craze that we all knew. By 1993, kids all over the entire world played Pogs. Mm -hmm. So it started in Hawaii, sort of, uh, unless you sort of look back to the Japanese game, and then just grew from there, and it became this thing that kids started playing all across the globe. As the game got bigger, more people wanted to play competitively, so bodies such as the World Pog Federation joined with a company called Canada Games Company in pushing that forward. Skybox International, which is a trading card company, and Marvel also started creating caps and calling them, respectively, Sky Caps and Hero Caps. So everybody started to get into this. You can also find different companies um, with different POG designs from back then. So if you do like a quick Google research and just look through the images, um, I found an article and saw pictures of Barney Holographic, yeah. Pogs, I was which say, look, I had Power Ranger holographic. Oh, you had Power Ranger. Rangers, yep. Um, Apple, 
So Steve Jobs, Apple, made their own Pogs, and the Premier League would make its own Pogs. So oh, again, nice. sort of the global reach of how popular this game was. McDonald's would put their own Pogs in kids' meals, and many banks also handed out Pogs when opening bank accounts. Nice. So rather than the traditional toaster from back in the day, <laughs> uh, they were handing out Pogs. Now, I don't know if they were handing it out to adults, but maybe no, their kids if kids they brought account. kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, well, you got to imagine, like, it's got to be so fucking cheap to make. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're... Well, not anymore, but... We're going to look to make them. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, we yeah. already found yeah. one. We already found a place that does them. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. We the 90s pugs. <laughs> fuck yeah. Making a comeback. Bring it back. <laughs> the game was becoming board, so big. Bored in quarantine? Play some pogs. Play some pogs. That's it. <laughs> we'll sell them to you. Give us money. Everybody. We'll be we'll be the next Miss Galbiso. Lunch oh, lady. Uh, the game was becoming so big that when seven other companies joined in, World Pog trademarked the name Pogs. Another group called Universal Pog sued them, saying that the name was a generic term and was created by the children in Hawaii who actually played the game. World Pog won that suit, and Universal Pog had to change their name to Universal Slammers, Inc. So not only are big companies getting involved and kids are playing it all over the world, kids and probably, you know, nerd adults like us, um... But now, like lawsuits are happening, mm-hmm. people are trying to trademark different things. So it was a it was a very big deal in a very short amount of time. Now, before, like, I remember there were thicker ones called slammers, right? right? Yeah, I had that shit. You well, cheat with that all the time. That's what you need to play. So, so that's it okay. for my first half of this. So let's take a break here to talk of gameplay, and then we'll get into some gameplay. So the materials. So pogs are the thinner cardboard circles with different designs on them. Some of them have a design on the top, which is the main design, but then they also have like, you know, if, if um, Skybox is making them, maybe there's like little Skybox logos on it. Or if Marvel's making them, maybe there's little Marvel logos on the back. But the main design is important in this game, but those are the thinner ones are the pogs. Slammers are the thicker, heavier circles that are made of either plastic or metal, and sometimes they're different densities so i've found some that are i mean i know this isn't good listening hmm. content right here but what would you say that is that's a some of them are like the size of a couple of quarters stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. some of them are the size of like eight quarters stacked yeah, on top was, of i each remember other. like big thick ones yeah. and those I'll sell like I'll, I'll talk about like how it looks now today in the world of pogs but um those are like very valuable ones to get your hands on so you have pogs and slammers. In in standard gameplay, players will evenly place their pogs into one stack face down. Each player then takes a turn slamming the slammer down into the stack of pogs in an attempt to knock them over face up. So if I'm playing against David and we say, all right, we're going to play 10 pogs. So I would put my first one in, David would put his first one in. I would put my second, David's second. So we'd stack them up sort of evenly so that... When you knock Pogs over, it's not just... Usually the ones on the top flip over first. So we want to make sure that it's even. Every Pog that the player knocks face up, they keep. Once one player gets over half the Pogs in the original stack, the game is over. So once I reach five Pogs, or David reaches five Pogs, or sorry, six Pogs, then the game's over there. If we were playing three people and we decided let's do 15, right? Once one of us reaches eight Pogs, that game is over. If none of us reach eight Pogs... If we all sort of get five evenly, then we have to start back over and continue playing. So here's something I didn't know. I, I remembered how to play Pogs. It's one of those games that you that's super simple, which is, I think is why so many people played it. 
However, there are many different variations. Like I said, there's the World Pog Federation. There was Universal Pog that sort of made the product but also supported gameplay. So people wanted to play this competitively. Um, so there are different things that come with that. There are different slammer holds. Can you hand me one of those slammers? So before you started playing, you can decide if you have sort of the traditional hold, which you can hold it like this right here, sort of pinching it together or holding it like this and slam it down. Um, which is between, I guess you I can explain stop it. saying this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which is between your index slash your index and middle finger, and then on the other side is your thumb. So you're sort of holding it like you would hold. Uh, what would you hold like this? <laughs> a cigarette. Sort of like a pencil, no. and then you extend your fingers out. So again, your your middle and index finger, and then your thumb on the other side. Uh, you can also play it with no thumb, which I think was one of the most standard tournament style ways of playing. So if you just sort of put your hand out flat, like you're waiting for somebody to hand you something, and then you lay the pog over basically your, your three fingers, your ring finger, middle finger, and your index finger. And then again, you can't use your thumb. So your thumb has to sort of stay away from it. And all you do is just move up and slam it down. So you can slam it either like this, or you can slam it down so slam it down with the back of your hand going towards the, the pile or slam it down with your palm heading towards the pile. But again, you can't use your thumb. Then there was also between your middle finger and your index finger. So just like this, like if you were holding a cigarette, um, except more towards the top of your fingers. And you can either slam it face down or you slam it hitting the, the pile with the side of the slammer. So again, another variation that you just have to choose up front. And then there was another one that was really weird. It was uh, wrapping your index finger and the thumb all the way around the side of the slammer. So you're holding it like you're doing that that circle game where if somebody looks at the circle, you get to slap them in the neck or some shit like that, <laughs> whatever that game was called. But you hold the pog in the middle of that circle. Or more, I guess what makes it easier is if you're doing the OK symbol. Yeah. So if Isn't you're doing the, the one-handed OK. Symbol now? Uh, or the yeah, white supremacy symbol, I guess. Yeah, so going back to the 90s, uh, 1990s and 1890s. So the OK sign, hold the, the pog or the slammer down there and then slam it into the pile. Now, last thing before we start playing a little bit. There are different variations of gameplay that people have come up with as they've gone along. So there's the standard one, the one that I explained where we all put an even amount of pogs into the deck and then we take turns. There's the variation play them where they lie, which is if we're playing, we have 10 pogs. I hit the deck, three of them flip over. Normally, I would take my three out, and then we would re evenly restack the pile so that it's one long cylinder. This way, you don't. You just remove the ones that you had flipped over, and then you continue to hit them right there. So it's sort of a, was that game, pixie stick? Mm -hmm. Sort of a pixie yeah. stick variation. There's a long range, pick which just sticks, means... by the way. Pixie pick sticks are the sticks. candy. Pickup sticks. Very. Is there a pixie stick variation? You don't remember tickle sticks? There's, tickle okay. sticks. Nope. Tummy sticks. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Was, was it wedding crashers? Uh, there is bounce shots where it's very much like the drinking game quarters, but again, you have to bounce off the table before you hit it. This one, you can either play. You hit the top pog first, or you just have to hit the table first, and then you play it as that. The last one, which is the one that I want to play. It's called baseball. You choose uh, how you throw the the pog or the slammer down, um, and then you only set up four pogs. 
So if you hit all four of them, all four of them turn face up, that's a home run. If three of them turn face up, triple, two, double, one, single. If none of them turn face up, then it's strike an out. out. Or, yeah, an out. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the very dramatic strikeout that Joe just said. Yeah, it is. So, what do you want to start with? Finding my original deck. Cool. <laughs> we're going to pause here. Joe's <laughs> going to do that for a little bit, and then we're going to play some. And then we'll get back to it. Wait. Oh, never mind. We'll talk about it after. Newsflash. It's a hog milk cap invasion. Milk cap sightings are pouring in by the thousands. The cause is anyone's guess. It's the official World Pog Federation milk cap maker. For the first time ever, you can make your own milk caps. It's cool because it's totally easy. Just load in the picture, line it up, twist, and bam! Make the world's biggest, coolest collection. It's a pot milk cap invasion. And in the weather. The official World Pod Federation milk cap maker. From Cap Toys, who else? And and we are back in the... How long are we playing there? Enough time for David to fucking order shit yeah, online, a, apparently. <laughs> yeah. In the time that we've been away, um, we have learned that the bouncing one is stupid. David had ordered how many pogs? I don't know. A loot. A loot of bugs. Oh so God. somewhere between, I would say, 50. 30 and 200 yeah. pogs uh, that are coming his way. Which ones and did you get? And a special slammer. Which ones you get? I got uh, like 50 Batman, <laughs> Batman DC <laughs> themed pogs. Uh, Sting slammer. Ooh. With the scorpion. You ordered that one separately? Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about price of those at, at the end of this as we talk about price of we other We shouldn't ones, talk. But <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll do an over-under of price, and then we'll talk offline. Uh, but we saved the final game for last. We're going to play a little on-air baseball pogs. So, Joe, where'd you put those four? She put them away. That's Joe, why I was like, why the No, I left away? a stack out. So, the baseball variation, we have four pogs face down in between us and we all have a slammer so you have all the opportunities up until you make three outs so we're playing a weird three-person version of baseball mm-hmm. um joe would you like to go first get it over real quick yikes one out do you restack them restack them. yeah you restack them every time so none of them flipped over joe's got one out okay go ahead Oh, I have to play till three outs? Yes. That's how baseball I just wanted works. to let you know that That's... I found my pogs. We'll talk about them later, but I'm using a lovely Billy the Marlin slammer to play baseball pogs. <laughs> Two outs, just like the Marlins. <laughs> Two quick outs. But what you don't know is mm-hmm. that they're playing the Mets. So here comes that breakout inning. Oh, okay, here it is. That third batter's coming up. Who is it? Is it Miggy? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> This is impossible. Uh, is it my turn? Yes. I will use my Joe Robbie Stadium Florida Marlins blockbuster video. Whoa. Slammer. That is that's right. so 90s. So 90s. Hella totally. 90s. Totally 90s? Totally. Dankishly 90s? Nope. That's, okay. that's definitely a 20 something. Ooh. <laughs> one out. One out. Uh, this is going to be impossible flip full. <laughs> Are you the Braves? Yeah. He's the Braves. I should get Braves slammers and pogs. No more. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did, In the first. Did fate intervene there? Why is my uh, phone That on one the floor? slammed off the table, hitting no pogs, but hitting Joe right in the face. In so the face. We'll call that two runs. No. Okay. It's a foul ball. Half run? I don't know where it went. Don't worry about it. I'll use my holographic Power Rangers slammer. Go, go, Power Ranger slammer. By McDonald's. Oh. Yeah. Those Happy Meal. No. Kids Meal? Are they happy or kids? Does it count if I caught my own? <laughs> <laughs> and here come the amazing Mets. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, you no, playing four out we, baseball? I told him he well, caught she it. Said, he she can... said I got a foul Oh, ball. if you catch it, it's a, you can get... Oh, oh that's it. That's a strikeout. <laughs> that's a cool variation. Mm. Batting first. Jose Ray Ordonez. <laughs> that, that was much later. 90s. Oh. I think it was Ray Ordonez. Out. <laughs> Quick out. All right. Second. This is impossible. I don't know. Piazza's third, right? Yeah. Or fourth. I think it was fourth. Because we had, what's his name? Eduardo somebody. I remember a lot of first innings. Well, all of them off the table now. That was good. So none of them flipped. All of them are face down off the table. Two of them flipped, but you got a fucking three-foot fall to help. All right, here all right, comes, here here comes Piazza to end the first, the top of the first. Here comes like Piazza so to clear the fucking bases. Yeah, but they're already cleared. <laughs> None of them. Awesome. All so right, baseball so, sucks. Yeah, this is why baseball is boring and <laughs> kids don't play it anymore. So what we've discovered is the smaller the stack, the harder it is. Oh, I thought you were going to make and that And I've been run. saying that for years. Mm, that's true. Ain't that right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Girth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, I need to find that thing. <laughs> I think we're it's gonna, under the couch. We're gonna pause again, recollect ourselves, There's and pogs come back everywhere. <laughs> all right, we're back with a, a final consensus. Is it consensus or is it census? No consensus. Census is just a count. With a final consensus. No, I think it's census. Census is a survey. With a final decision <laughs> <laughs> that this game sucks. So let's let's talk about it. What was your favorite variation, Joe? Clearly not baseball. No, the normal one. The normal one? You missed three times in a row. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It was still the easier one. Normal with a taller deck. Normal with a taller deck. Yeah, so the wow. short deck, we first started playing with 10, which I'm you'd offended. think 10 is more. <laughs> you'd think 10 is a lot, but, you know, some people need more. You never know how much they can take until, you know, you just start stacking them up. That's true. Maybe multiple decks. <laughs> At the same time? Multiple 10 stag decks wow. at the same time. My God, if you excuse me guys for about 25 minutes. This is not a family show. <laughs> this is an adult show. Um, well, it's a 90s show. So, traditional gameplay? <laughs> yes. In which case, sure. I won that. Um, so, let's move on to, to David. Yeah. David, what was your favorite variation? Uh, the original. Um, basically, from what I remember, I mean, obviously, so this is like something that like you can just play different variations and you just kind of make it up as you go along so it's 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 very much like gambling in a way where it's just like hey you're throwing in 10 i'm throwing in 10 she's throwing in 10 we stack up 30 and let's go and whatever ones you flip that's what you keep so it, it teaches you about life because it's like you could lose your shit very quickly <laughs> i love that gambling teaches you about life hey. uh let's all do it 90s were um, such a better time yeah, I like that, that you can just make up. It's definitely a game where you can make up your own rules because it's so simple that it has room to add more stuff on. Like, we were playing the baseball one, and David throws it down 
hits the deck. None of them flip over, but he catches his slammer and decides that that that's the rule. That like if it if it mm-hmm. comes back and you catch it before it hits the ground again, yeah. it's a foul ball. Foul so ball. You get you're not chance. out. You right. get another chance, <laughs> uh, which is probably it's. That's fun. That that seems like some stuff we would have done and then argued over. Like right now, if somebody would have made that rule up the way we did right now when we were kids, that'd be a fight. Yeah, that would be a fight. But when earlier when I said that I played this very violently, I don't know about you guys. You guys looked at me like I was crazy. Yep. That's yeah, the type was... of stuff that went on on uh, my playground. So no, no, I, I wasn't having it. The mean streets of uh, Hawks Bluff. It was just you. What? <laughs> so good game. Uh, I would say. Yeah, the traditional one is pretty fun. And and play it where it lies was was pretty good as well. That one you have to like think a little bit more strategically. Yeah. And also it just you can't flip those things over when there's only one pog lying down, not laying on top of any other one. Mind you, we're playing on top of a table. So I'm sure it's it's a different game if it's on the floor. And it's just, you know, like a blacktop playground. Right. Okay. Yeah. Where everything is just spread out and, you know, the whole cement is your yeah, it's your grainy. board game for yeah. the most part. Yeah, this one's probably tough right here, and we fucked this table up. <laughs> it was already fucked up. From all the and, and the pogs, that's another thing, is that as you play this, and when you play especially with the metal slammers, it, it puts huge dents in the back of the pogs. So I can only imagine, like, yeah, as kids, we probably didn't think they were super valuable then. We just thought they were cool, and you didn't mind getting dents in them, but... You should see some of the slammers I saw when I was researching online. What? Uh, shit, they look like ninja stars. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just yeah. a traditional circle. They had, like, little ridges. Well, and... right. yeah, I was going to talk about that, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't read your mind today. <laughs> but they weren't just the slammers. Some of the cards had cool cuts, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, but what I'm saying is the cards are just laying there. The slammers, you throw that fucking thing down with those ninja star looking things, like, yeah, you're going to definitely do some damage. Yeah. Yeah. Good input, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was waiting my turn because, right. unlike the rest of you, I have structure. Oh, yeah? Once you structure yourself in that fucking microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that's not structure. That's just positioning. You got to get her oh, the okay. headset. <laughs> we do. She can just turn or, her head. Or the boom. Who do you think just you are? Are you trying to turn your head? You're trying to f- fucking be Batman over here? <laughs> what else are you going to say? I have so much to say about Pogs. So, here is sort of the end of my report, and then we can chat a little bit about fondest memories and our favorite Pogs, our favorite decks. Um, and a little bit more. So because many children would keep the milk caps they won in games, mm-hmm. like David, you were saying before we before we got back to recording? I think so. Yeah. Both. Um, that's how you play. Or both, well, right. Yeah, that's what... So because many kids would keep the milk caps that they flipped over, so because I would put my five in, you would put your five mm-hmm. in, and then it's just like, yeah, play for however mm-hmm. many. And also sometimes like kids would strategically, if you had like a very rare pog, mm-hmm. it would be like, I'm going to put, we're going to play 15. I'm going to put 14 in. You put your one in just in the hopes to try and get that very rare pog. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then it started to become like a, a collectible thing outside of just a game. Uh, but because many kids would play four caps, uh, many school districts considered milk caps a form of gambling. Milk caps proved to be a major distraction from classes and sources of various playground arguments. All the things that David was saying. He's the one that made Pogs die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's dumb fucking kids like him. Always. Uh, these elements eventually led to the banning of milk caps from various schools across North America, one of the major markets of, of Pogs. Um, other bannings occurred across Australia and Sweden. Sadly, with the bannings and the natural decline of any craze, Canada Games went out of business. So one of the big companies backing the production and 
sort of the competitive play of it. Uh, although many kids love to play the game Pogs and and uh, another favorite hobby was collecting them, whether it was through playing them or just trading them. Uh, collecting Pogs became as popular as collecting baseball cards in the mm-hmm. 90s. And as like all things that we collect, they became more valuable with time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to read some of the ones that I found here. There was a 50-piece Pokemon Jumper Pogs, which were... Like you all were saying, one of them looks like a ninja star. Mm-hmm. These all sort of had more of a flower design okay. than a normal circle. But the Pokemon Jumper Pogs, the 50-piece set, has gone for up to $70. A holographic metal New York Yankees Slammer, and that was one of the thicker mm-hmm. ones, one mm-hmm. of the ones that was like eight quarters stacked on each other. Uh, that one sold alone for $90. A 10-piece Marilyn Monroe set. Mm-hmm. So, and they were pretty cool. They weren't holographic or anything, but they were pretty... You know, traditional Marilyn Monroe sold for one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. A Simpsons Pog set is currently posted on eBay. I don't think I think I've seen where some of them have sold for, you know, a, around the the same amount as Marilyn Monroe. You know, a thousand or so. Uh, there's one posted on eBay right now for just under nine thousand dollars in mint condition. And get this, I had to, I had to look at five different websites to really see if this one was real. Jurassic Park, when the first movie came out in 92, 93, uh, they made six holographic pogs and one metal slammer with artwork from the release of the first Jurassic Park movie. In mint condition, one of these sets sold for $1 million. Jesus. That's seven pieces. I don't know, but it's it's a mint condition. It was probably like a first release, just the same way with comic books. Sure. You know, you can have a... You know, Black Panther number one, but you either have a first printing, a second printing, a third printing. Um, so this is probably sort of like a first printing, mint condition, okay. something that only a few people have. And, and of course, with the game, the violent game of Pogs and slamming these slammers down into Pogs, uh, I'm sure very few of them are in mint condition. So $1 million. So 90s kids, <laughs> if you know your Pogs are somewhere in your parents' closet or in storage somewhere, shut this off. Yeah. Get in your car. Go find them and give us 15% for uh, finder's fee for letting you know. Just like Joe did. Joe ran downstairs right in the middle of the podcast. And now we get 15% each. I know that none of mine are rare. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Oh, all right. Uh, So that leads me to question number three, which is our classic segment, fondest memories. So what are your fondest memories with the game of Pogs or just collecting Pogs? Uh, mine would definitely be just collecting and i honestly didn't even remember until i looked at these like where they had come from but like we had said two of my slammers are from blockbuster video so i guess it was when like dad would take us to rent movies and they would have them at the counter and we'd just go and buy them wait two of them yeah two of mine are the two um they might have actually been from the those Marlins are, those games. Those are probably giveaways. They might have been Marlins game giveaways. Yeah, those are probably like first 5,000 fan giveaways. No. Sponsored by Blockbuster. Because yeah. I don't think the Marlins are going to let anybody make money off of their shit. Maybe not. Um, Just like now. But Nobody what makes I was going to say, and I haven't opened mine. I really did run downstairs to find mine because I know I had them. <clears throat> um, but I remember one set, which I don't even know if they're in there. So I'm going to tell you in a few minutes was they were animal cards. I think they were National Geographic. No, of course. I'm not 100% sure. But those were my favorites. And I wanted to have every animal. And it was awesome. You just and lost David. That's I know. It. He's pulled out of his mind. I did bring David this lovely Power Ranger slammer that I had saved. Mm-hmm. And this is, even though he's an asshole, 
Damn. Um, I am not a nerd. I am cool, and this is why we're meant to be. <laughs> Only nerds would say that. <laughs> because it shipped in it. <laughs> David, I'm going to fucking murder you. We are uh, not meant to be. I take you oh back. Oh, my God. <laughs> David's, David's pogs are already being shipped. Because <laughs> someone was probably sitting there like, holy fuck, someone bought pogs. <laughs> Who the fuck is this loser? There's been one person who's been waiting since like 95 right? yeah. for the uh, next pog sale. Which, my point was, this uh, Power Rangers slammer was from McDonald's, and it was from 1994. Yeah, I think yeah. that's... Um, well, no, that wasn't. Did that coincide with the movie release? No, I would assume. I think the movie was like 95, 96, was maybe. It? So I, I got to double check, but I think the show first aired in the U.S. in 93, so hmm. 94 oh, yeah. was probably was right the height the of the show. Yeah. That, that one, can you turn it around? So this one has like a... It's like a holographic. Yeah, it's a holographic. It has the colors. I don't know why, but it sort of gives me a feel of the movie. But, but I, it has all the colors of the... Power Rangers, so I mean, yeah. doesn't really have to be about the movie. But again, it's yeah. it's distributed by McDonald's, so this yeah. was clearly something you got at McDonald's. Shout out to fucking McDonald's, McDonald's once again man. for the toys that I know it give, used to be man. so much better. What happened, McDonald's? McDonald's toys. Let's do a segment on McDonald's toys. Jeez, in the really right. But I'm gonna have to run back downstairs and find the rest because <laughs> right, I have be, more. I think I still have those cups at my mom's house. Yes, you do. Which yeah. ones? The Batman ones? Yeah, yeah. the glass Batman yeah. ones. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy that yeah. you have yeah. those. Um, yeah, that'd be a good segment. Joe, don't run anywhere and get out of breath again. Joe ran down the stairs, came back, and I wasn't out of breath. Out. I was just sweating. Do you remember any specific pogs that you had? I'm gonna open the thing. Do should I open it now? Oh, um, yeah. Did you say your fondest memory thing? No, no he didn't. So the the memories that I have is literally probably getting my first couple, just you know, like that, like a McDonald's thing or something. Like never. I had shoe boxes full of pogs, and I never purchased a single one. So that just goes to show you, like yeah. how we would play. Yeah, and it was it was a lot of giveaways, a lot of stuff like that, and it was it it you're playing poker or you're you're gambling. It's right. like okay, I started off with ten. I now have an additional thirteen. I'm cashing out. I'm done, and yeah. I'll play again later. And you know, my goal was always to play. And finish with more than what I started with. And I decided when I was done playing, and that was it. Which so, wait, how did you led to a I lot wish. of arguments? So, you, you stole some pox. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Beat some kids up. No, I never. You would also win them. You would find ways to cheat and win. He would kick a kid in the back where he had pogs in his backpack. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What was that kid's name? Chris Ramos. (laughs) Chris Ramos, if you're listening and you're wondering, where did all my pogs go? (laughs) No. They're at David Fernandez's house. No, I broke his his chronic CD. Um, Pogs was elementary, right? Because... That whole Chris Ramos thing, we were already in 90, middle school. Yeah, like, I don't remember playing Pogs with like that group of kids. It was it was earlier on elementary. Yeah, it was elementary school. Yeah, I remember those those black top things, whatever. And I remember them like yeah, getting like like banned, like yeah. us not being allowed to bring them anymore, whatever. But uh, we still played them like baseball. Like you go to the park, whatever. You just, you had people playing them on the basketball courts and stuff. So. Yeah, we used to play all the time, and I'm sure over the years, I'm like my mom or somebody's got rid of a bunch of what we had. Um, but yeah, like I remember having a lot and a lot of different ones, and and the ones that I I thought were cool and that I liked, like the holographic ones or the collectible type stuff, I would never play with. I would I wouldn't even bring them. Joe, 
Break open your weird box of okay, shit that before you that, I wanted to remind people, you remember how you're supposed to stack them? You drop your slammers into the container first, yeah. and then all your pogs face down, so that when you pop it open, you just literally put it on the table and they all come out the right way, and then you take your slammers off the top. You're ready to play. You'd put them face up then, huh? Yes. Oh, shit, face up, yeah. That's face what up. I meant. Yeah, but wow. I put them backwards. But yeah. Way to, way to bring efficiency and organization into a kid's game. Yeah. So I ran downstairs and found my lovely basket that I think my godmother made me um, that has my name on it. Let's see what was in this. Blockbuster. Limited edition. 15,000 something. May 13th, 1995 is the top Jesus. one. And it's baseball. <laughs> it is home of the Brooklyn Dodgers, 1913 to 1957, Ebbets Field. All my top cards are baseball. <laughs> They're all blockbuster. See, that's what I thought. I thought it was block. I remember them being on the counter. There's another one that has all the mascots, so it shows a picture. I know, I know. It shows a picture of the all the mascots, like Colorado Rockies guy, Houston Astros guy. And then there's yeah. some that have the actual players Jesus. and the Marlins players. So so my next set was Power Rangers. I had a bunch of the Power Rangers cards. Um, those are... Cards? Excuse I'm me? Pogs, sorry. How dare you. Um, <laughs> you spent an hour talking about it. I know, I'm sorry. So I had a bunch of those. I don't know. What I, I remember fuck those this now. One is. Now that I'm seeing them, I this remember exactly Troopers. what those are. This isn't Power Rangers. It's what? VR Troopers. What's that? I can't school you guys on everything. You don't yeah. know what VR Troopers are? <laughs> we'll save that for another topic. Okay. Mm, these are Power Rangers. Go go. I don't VR even know Trooper. what this one is, but it's pretty cool, and it makes so much sense for me to have it. But it's a little skeleton guy, and it just says, "Trust me." No. <laughs> Um, all right, oh, next set, and I actually, shit, now that I see these, I do remember these too. I don't think I have a lot of them in here. They might be, but I also collected a lot of USA ones Jeez. that had, like, different states and stuff. All the pride you, like, you have nowadays. So I have, like, a Pocahontas, Scar, Donald Duck, Warner Brothers Frog again. Oh, look, Lisa Simpson. Oh, that's the one. Okay, so anyway, I did find the ones that I had been talking about, and these were my favorite for a few reasons. Because they did have a cool shape. They have little cuts on them. They're a set of animal cards. I'm trying to see. It says printed in 95. But it has a picture of an animal on the front. The cards are textured with the little cuts. And then it has animal facts on the back. So I'll read this one for Lizzie. I have an African elephant. And it says both male and female African elephants have tusks, which are actually long teeth. The largest known tusk weighed 238 pounds and was 11.5 feet long. 11.5 feet. This is so cool. These were my favorites were these animal ones. I remember collecting those. That was my fondest memory was finding those animal ones. <laughs> those were ones that I wouldn't try to flip. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I wonder if there were... I wish they... Maybe they do continue to make these things because like, now, of course, of course now, I would collect... Some Ninja Turtles, Pog. <laughs> uh, at least uh, two sets of each turtle, just like the tradition requires. Oh so, Pogs, that's it. Is that it? All right, stop stop organizing, Pogs. <laughs> Wait, I want to tell you how many states I have. No, One, no. two, three, four, five, six, Do seven, you eight, have... nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and the, the one 13 original USA. colonies? No, because Florida was in here. And Hawaii. <laughs> and Hawaii. I'm pretty sure those were the 13th. <laughs> Definitely not. It was the original creator of Pogs. Oh. True. Well, unless it was Japan. Do you have Japan? 
No. Oh. That's not a state in the United States. It's a state of mine. Unagi. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play some 90s trivia. No, that's Doug. <laughs> I don't know what a trivia song sounds like. Uh, so Joe's going to read off some trivia, and David and I are going to allow each other the opportunity. I am not going to interrupt anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll go turn by turn. If David can't guess his, then I have the chance to steal that point. We're playing up to three, and winner gets all these pogs. Negative, because don't, I'm not even playing. Don't worry. And they're mine. They're going to stay in your house, because oh. David wins everything. <laughs> I don't want the animal ones. Oh, good. I'll take David. those. <laughs> and the states. <laughs> or the states. <laughs> You're so rude. Joe, do you have any 90s yes. trivia? Uh, I will go first. What was the name of the nerdy next door neighbor on the TV show Family Matters? Urkel. Steve Urkel. They just put Urkel. So yes. Stephen Urkel. Jaleel White. All right. Next question. What soft drink became popular in the 1990s with help from the song Right Now by Van Halen? Pepsi Blue, Cherry Coke, or Crystal Pepsi? Pepsi Blue. No. What are the other options? No, nope. <laughs> I don't think you should get to oh, steal shit. it if I uh, read the I'm choices. Say... What kind of fucking lob up? Slam dunk alley oop that you give Thomas. You give me some dumb shit like that. <laughs> Thank you. You just named three drinks that we never even. Well, cherry I've coke. Heard of well, maybe blue. we should go back and get them. That's why I said cherry Pepsi coke. blue. Cherry coke. No, it's crystal, it crystal Pepsi. <laughs> Is it because they do crystal meth in Van Halen? <laughs> Who read Green Eggs and Ham on Saturday Night Live? Uh, this is a '90s thing. Yep. Do you it want was the option? Clearly. Somebody with like a good voice, so it was, uh, it's got to be... I have three options. Oh, shit, yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how this game goes. Jesse Jackson. No. George W. Bush Definitely or Stuart not. Smiley. I'm going to go with Jesse Jackson just because... Just cause. Yeah, it was. <laughs> hey, my guess without these is going to be like Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been... I would have actually listened to that. I do not like green eggs in the ham. <laughs> oh, God. Um, David, yep. on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, what is Willow's last name? Uh, Wilson, Rosenberg, or Stewart? Wilson. No. Oh, I thought you might Rosenberg. get that one. It is Rosenberg. Who the fuck? Like, I feel like Buffy I the Vampire Slayer? You didn't watch Buffy? No. I wanted to sleep with Buffy, but I never watched a show. What U.S. president's 1995 State of the Union address lasted a record 81 minutes? Clinton. Just think. Uh, so I was going to say is the date. Just think Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't. You know what didn't last 81 minutes? Mm. <sighs> mm. Clinton. <laughs> uh, one more card. Yell it out. Ready? Go. Yeah, you guys are going to be mad, though. Oh, shit. Oh. In 1994, the FDA approved which genetically engineered vegetable? Oh, shit. This is why we don't genetically shout out. engineered vegetable. Uh, wow, you guys don't know any vegetables. You literally shouted out Lunchables. Genetically engineered. But Lunchables have <laughs> vegetables you know, in them somewhere. No, it didn't. The pizza not, ones had pizza sauce. Corn. No. Sweet corn. But that's a good guess. Sweet carrots. Um, uh, tomatoes. God. Tomatoes. Yes. Boom. Right. And that's it for 90s trivia. Who won today? 
Nobody. Nobody wins. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wins at 90s trivia. Nobody wins at Pogs. You, the audience, you win. Thanks so much for listening uh, and supporting the show. To continue to support and get more content from us, you can become a patron of the show on Patreon.com. For as little as $1 a month, you can get access to uncut episodes, unique merchandise, such as our Pogs, one day when we get them, uh, listener polls, or you can recommend one of our next topics by entering what you want to hear in our 90s hat. You aren't locked into any set number of months. You can go on, donate $5, choose your topic you want to hear about, and then cancel your patronage. To do so, go to patreon.com slash we the 90s. Another way to support the show is by leaving us a good review on Apple, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. So go on and leave us a one to five star review. Let us know what you liked about the show, what you think we can do better on the show. This helps us get some new listeners who want to hear about 90s things and relive the 90s. Relive shit like Pogs, which is actually great. Pogs this this is fun. This is fun. On social media, you can find us on Instagram, we underscore the 90s. On Twitter, we underscore 90s and on Facebook, we comma the 90s. You can also email us. We haven't still haven't gotten an email yet for as long as we've been doing any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Email us, we the 90s dot podcast at gmail.com. And that's it. Thanks again for listening. And we'll be back with our next episode on April 7th, presented by what? This one's the 7th. Oh, shit. <laughs> we'll be back with our next episode on April 14th, presented by. Who's next? Me, I'm pretty sure. Presented by Joe, she's pretty sure. Oh, yay. So you can skip that one. It's probably going to be about states Rude. or First nature. of all, mine have the most downloads. Or the shitty Power Rangers. Mine have the most downloads. No, Go we- on and listen. <laughs> listen more to uh, Pulp Fiction. That's the only one that I have a chance of, I think. Because <laughs> now all I have is Pulp Fiction and Pogs. David's got fucking Batman and... Wrestling. Oh, wrestling. Still relevant. Well, yeah. There's a lot of people in Alabama. <laughs> They can't read. (laughs) It's not his fault. He can't read. (laughs) All right. Bye. Peace out.